Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Justice League of America, number 44. Cover date, May 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Mike Sikowski and Murphy Anderson. Edited by Julius Schwartz. Featuring The Plague That Struck the Justice League. Written by Gardner Fox. Art by Mike Sikowski and Frank Jacoya. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go, go. Five JLA members who fought the unimaginable alongside Metamorpho back in JLA number 42 suddenly double in size, the first symptom of a plague they have contracted from microorganisms within the intangible villain. When superpowered criminals run riot, the unaffected members must battle them while their comrades are in quarantine with the alien Dr. Bendorian. They discover that Dr. Bendorian is actually the unimaginable, scheming to blackmail the JLA into accepting him as a member. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together, brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rain goes, disappears here, and I feel so fine just to know that you are mine. My life is sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. That's how this reach rain goes. So come on, join in. Everybody, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way. Cause you're in love to stay. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, that's how this week rain goes, so come on, join in. Everybody, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything that's wonderful is sure to come your way, cause you're in It's the Justice League, Justice League of America. Of Roll America. Call. Aquaman. Here. Adam. Here. Batman. Here. Flash. Here. Green Arrow. Here. Green Lantern. Here. Hawkman. Go! 
John Johns. Here. Superman. Here. Wonder Woman. Here. I like how the roll calls in alphabetical order. Uh huh. Because that puts Aquaman first. Work friend Chuck would like that. Mm hmm. I don't like that all the hero names are in manly block letters except Wonder Woman, who's in curly swirly script. Uh huh. It's called cursive, Bob. Well, we call it curly swirly in my day. Okay. Um, Justice League number 44. Sorry, Justice League of America. Number 44. Um, Google checks. The plague that struck the Justice League. Yeah. On the cover, we see Green Lantern, Flash, and Batman all grown to giant size, bursting out of their costumes. Interesting. Batman saying, don't touch us, or you too will be doomed to a king-size death. Nothing better than a fantasy of having Hal Jordan grow so large he bursts out of his costume. Are you one of those? No, I wasn't until today. You know that's a thing. I do know. Men that's the have, thing of this. Is a, it's usually men who have a fantasy of women out, growing, growing giant out of yeah, their clothes. Out of their clothing, yeah. Oh, we don't have Wonder Woman. No, just the idea and of... She's <laughs> barely got anything on anyway. It wouldn't take much for her to pop out of that. I hate her hair in this era. Oh, yeah. Isn't it awful? It's terrible. <laughs> um, do you remember... <laughs> you probably don't. When I found a little sketchbook that my mother had kept in high school in the 1940s. Uh-huh. And it was full of pictures of a minor Mary Worth character, Angel Varden, the actress. <laughs> and her hair looks just like this, like Wonder Woman's. It was all side profile views of Angel Varden. Oh. Well, it was sweet of your mother to keep that. That's a pretty deep dive. I've got it someplace. So, this story yeah? was written by Gardner Fox. Art by? Art by Mike Sikowski. And, and Frank, Frank Jacoya. Jacoya. Um, Gardner Fox. Jesus. Oh, there's a thunderstorm going on, close. by the way. So if we disappear, I guess it means we were died and the thunderstorm didn't go back and re-record. That was really close. I know it was. We could lose power. Well, I don't think it'll come to that. Because if it does, we, you know we can't flush the toilet if we lose power because we're on a well. Should I go run some water in a bucket? No, it'll be fine. Okay. I hardly ever have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, Gardner Fox. Yes. Writer. Yep. A pivotal figure in the golden and silver ages of comics, particularly DC Comics. Okay. Co-creator of Flash, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Zatanna, mm-hmm. the original Sandman, and... And? Most importantly, yes. the creator of the Justice Society of America, oh. later recreated as the Justice, Justice League, League of America. America, also introduced the concept of the multiverse to DC Comics in the 1961 story Flash of Two Worlds. I know Bastard. that's a uh, sore subject with you. Oh, the rain's coming down now. He also that. revitalized Batman in the 1960s, turning back to a more serious tone and giving Batman the... Well, he didn't do it, but he was writing when Batman got the yellow circle bat symbol instead of just the bat scribble that it was in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Um, Introduced the new bat girl, Mm -hmm. Barbara Gordon. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we can pay a lot of homage to Mr. Fox. He's got a lot of street cred, Bob. Yes. uh, Subject of a brand new biography by Jennifer DeRoss called The Forgotten Mm All-Star. Um. And I'm going to mention that book every week from now on because she just liked our show on Twitter. Oh. So we're essentially best friends. Okay. I'm just considering that we are. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, pick up that book. Pick up a lot of Gardner Fox stories if you can find them. That said, this is not his best work. Okay. Usually he's very scientifically literate, mm-hmm. which I, I have some questions about the physics in this. Yeah. Towards the end of this story. Okay. All right. But let's talk about the splash page, shall let's we? Let's do. Okay. Yes. So have you talked about the cover? You I haven't. talked about the cover. Yeah. You will. Okay. You, okay. So there. So the splash page. Uh huh. So it's it says Justice League of America. The plague that struck the Justice League. Wait, I'll read the yellow box. Thank you. Without warning, an awesome malady strikes four members of the Justice League. Flash, Batman, Adam, and Green Lantern. Simultaneously doubling in size, they are resigned to living the rest of their lives as giants. When they get the dread news that their gigantic size will result in their deaths in ten hours. The plague that struck the Justice League. Now, it starts out with the... um, The... Doctor, who we'll find out later on, saying to them, not only are you doomed, but so is everyone else you have touched. And then the Adam says, Jean Loring, I've signed her death warrant. And Flash says, I gave Iris West the kiss of death. And Green Lantern says, Carol Ferris in deadly danger. And Batman says, Robin, what have I done to you? (laughs) I burst out laughing when I read this. Well, now, come on. I'm sure they didn't mean anything by it. Of course they didn't. But, I mean, come on. Gene, they're all talking about their girlfriends. And he goes, Robin, what have I done to you? What did you do to him, Batman? Um, It presupposes that they've touched no one else in that time. Uh, Except their significant others and or son figure. Well, yeah, the only people they've been intimate with. But it's, he doesn't say people you've been intimate with. He says people you've touched. They've right. certainly touched people in going about their lives. They didn't have Starbucks back then. They well, no, but you shake, into. you know, in the 60s, gentlemen shook hands and things. Yes, well. I'd say half the population of Earth is doomed. Plus, they've, since this happened, they've had other adventures. Because it's been two issues ago. Well, well so the people that came to mind, the people they spoke of immediately were the people with whom they're most intimate. Right, right. So that would be the only people that they care about dying. Right. Which is troubling in itself since they're superheroes. Mm. But I guess they're just superheroes of America. So it's fine. Okay, so Wait. we go to the... Oh, oh. Well, I have to catch us up on what happened two issues ago because that was not a Google oh, Tech issue. Okay, thank so you. So we haven't looked at it yet. Justice League number 42. Yes. The Justice League invites Metamorpho, the element man, mm-hmm. to become its latest member. Oh, in that issue. Just, just... In 42, yeah. Oh, wow. But before he can even arrive at their meeting place, he is attacked by an unseen enemy. When Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, and Atom come to his rescue, he explains that he doesn't want to join them since all he really wants is to be cured of his freakish element, land, element man. Element man? Why can't I say that? His freakish element man form and return to normal. Really? Yeah. Didn't you know that? He doesn't really want to join the Justice League? No, he just wants to be normal Rex Mason and marry his girlfriend Sapphire. So he's just hoping that maybe they can help him find the cure? Yeah. Wow. So, when Green Lantern attempts unsuccessfully to turn him back into Rex Mason... Now, how would Green Lantern be able to do that? Well, he could do anything with his ring. Mm. If his will is strong enough. Mm. Uh... Green Lantern unsuccessfully attempts to turn him back to Rex Mason. His earlier opponent, an intangible being calling itself the unimaginable, 
appears and sues for JLA membership himself. The superheroes reject the unorthodox applicant who responds by sending deadly alien creatures to defeat them. Disguising himself as one of these creatures, Metamorpho goes with them when they are recalled by the unimaginable after being beaten. The Justice League members are then able to locate their enemy and infiltrate his body in the form of negative radiation, defeating him from within. Oh. Once they return to Earth, Metamorpho is appointed to a special standby status. How did the they become? League. They turn themselves into negative radiation. Yeah, I, I didn't go back and read it. I just oh, found okay. the synopsis. So uh, I don't know. I mean, it probably is just a something that is easy to do. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll see how that affects them. Now that's how they got this disease that makes them grow giant. Okay. Thank you for catching us up. You're welcome. So, let's dive in, shall we? Yes. Page two. A wave of tension surges across the secret sanctuary of the Justice League of America. Nobody looks... Well, Hawkman. yeah, I guess they do look kind of tense. Hawkman looks tense. Uh, I also hate the way Martian Manhunter is drawn in, these, in this period. He, just like a green bald guy. With normal yeah. face, it's that's creepier than if he's actually drawn like a Martian with a heavy brow and red glowing eyes. Who's the guy in the green in the back? Oh, that's Snapper Carr, their mascot. They have a human mascot? Yeah, Snapper. Remember, he was in the last issue too. I don't remember. Snapper Carr, he talks in uh, hip, hipster beat talk. All right. <laughs> they have a mascot like a junior policeman or junior fireman? Yeah, he's like uh, a Marvin and Wendy character. Except he's not trying to be a superhero. He's just, he's just a teen. He hangs out. He's your point so of view character. Is he the character that allows us, the readers who are teenagers, to get inside the Justice mm-hmm. League? Yep, exactly. Okay. He had a counterpart in Marvel Comics. They had Rick Jones, mm-hmm. who hung around with the Hulk, mm-hmm. and subsequently with the Avengers. Oh. And then became Captain America's Bucky for a while. Oh, Bucky. And then he became, like, traded places with Captain Marvel, and Captain Marvel was stuck in another dimension. Wow. Not the girl Captain Marvel that you know, the uh, older boy Captain Marvel. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, just because the movie a version of the, cap, of the female Captain Marvel came out recently, right. I, I know another Captain Marvel. Well, you know Shazam Captain Marvel, but there was a, it was the Jude Law. Oh. Kind okay. of. Okay. Uh, where was I? Good night. Let's get back to this comic. <laughs> this is a long comic, too. I'll say it's 36 pages for 12 cents. Can you imagine? Oh, that's like one third cent a page. So, uh, Hawkman is, um, is standing there with his arms crossed. Yeah. He's probably cold because he's not wearing a shirt. He's a pretty tough dude. Um, and there's Green Arrow, mm-hmm. right? There's mm-hmm. not much of a mask. Yeah, right? right? It's just like he drew it on with marker. Yeah. <laughs> like a little, a little eyeshadow or eyeliner. And there's Wonder Woman with that horrible haircut. Yeah. Um, it's and, not great. It's not and they're great. all standing there and they're just sort of, they're waiting. They're like, mm, you know, we were called here. Where are our friends? Where are right. the, the Justice League? Because the people who are missing are the ones that sent the emergency mm-hmm. signal out. And then boom, they appear. In a f- misty fog... Um, luckily, Martian Manhunter's there to penetrate the fog with his Martian vision, mm-hmm. revealing that it is the missing members. Only f- four of them 
Well, three of them are giant, and the fourth is bigger than he should be. Mm-hmm. So, and Superman's normal. Mm-hmm. Did we ever find out why Superman is just normal? Uh, I think we do. I think he says it's because he's from Krypton or something. Uh, okay. I don't know. Um, so Green Lantern explains that he had been on an alien planet mm-hmm. fighting an enemy who could change colors. And as we know, Green Lantern's ring is useless against anything colored yellow. That's amazing. I don't think that's true anymore. I would hope not. Of course, Sinestro is, he has a yellow power ring. Right. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they have a whole Sinestro core now. Mm. They all have yellow power rings. Mm. Um, so this robot insect thing, whatever it is, keeps changing color to yellow. All of a sudden, Green Lantern notices that he's doubled in size. Well, he does. He doesn't notice. I mean, he notices after he makes a swing at the creature and misses completely, and then he realizes, "Oh, wait a second, I'm huge!" So he just smashes him <laughs> like whack a mole. You think he would have noticed that his feet popped out of his clothes? Mm-hmm. Um, he has a chat with his power ring, and the power ring explains that. This growth spurt is a delayed reaction to your body absorbing an antibody from the unimaginable while you and your fellow Justice League members fought him inside his body. Editor's note, Justice League of America number 42. Right. So uh, Green Lantern fixes his costume up, first of all. Of course. And uh, flies off. Of course, I would have been happy to have had Green Lantern fly I around in that ripped up costume for the rest you of you would. His. So rugged. Look at those abs. Um, unfortunately, we don't have Gil Kane drawing this issue. I know. He can he always... draw a fine figure mm, of Green Lantern. Mm, I like the cut of his jib. Um, Green Lantern goes flying off to find the unimaginable with no luck. Right. So we move on. Until uh, finally he's uh, fighting this alien and something hits the alien from behind. Who is it? Superman and Batman. And he's fighting an alien very much like the alien in, that we see in Lord of the Rings, or the creature in Lord of the Rings. Oh, that comes out of the lake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's giant, It's basically a giant octopus. An octopusoid yes. alien. That's a common alien body type yeah, and so, in and, outer and, space. And the octopusoid is uh, um, it when Green Lantern, when Halas is fighting him at one point, um, it emits a yellow fog, which makes him... Which makes him... Com- powerless. Uh, powerless. Yeah. And what so, was that movie with Amy Adams and Hawkeye with the octopus aliens? And it was all about the, and they traveled back and their language traveled back in time. Chameleon? No. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was a really interesting movie. Mm hmm. So interesting that I can't remember the title of it or Hawkeye's real name. Jeremy Renner, that's it. What was that movie? Well, it was. It's uh, about language, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Arrival? Is that it? Maybe, yeah. That's also the name of an ABBA album. I'd like to see that movie again. Would you? I would. Well, we'll check it out on okay. Amazon Prime. Okay, so I um so we uh, it gets attacked from behind and finds out. Boom! It's Superman and Batman. Uh, Batman has also grown out of his costume. Yes, which is coincidentally. He's <laughs> like a little ragamuffin. Uh, we flash back to when Superman and Batman were flying through space. Because why wouldn't those two just be together flying through space? Well, they flew through space for a reason. Right, but if you're going to space, why would you take Batman? He's very strong. Batman? Batman, yes. He's a normal human strength. No, he is not. Robert Tudor. What? 
Batman has no extraordinary strength. He's just he's still stronger than the average man. Average than the average man. man, yes, but he's not super. He's, well, he's not, not super space strong. worthy. Well, he's clever. He has gadgets and whatnot. That and another love thing. This picture of him trapped in that plastic bubble. Yeah, because Superman was carrying him through space in a bubble that was perfectly sized for his normal size, and then all of a sudden he grew. <laughs> he's he looks like Mum and Sean's. Was that that mime troupe from Sweden? I guess. I'm throwing a lot of 70s references. And this is where Superman says that he is, his body is Im- immune to it. Oh, Apparently, okay. Says, the bottom right-hand panel. An alien microorganism inside Batman's body made him double in size. Evidently, my body is immune to it. Hmm. hmm. I remember citing such an antibody inside the unimaginable when we were fighting it. Yeah, thanks for mentioning it back then. Yeah, we'll go back uh, to the planet and see what we can learn. That's what bring the... Excuse me. Brought them back um, to the planet to encounter our Green Lantern fighting the octopoid. Meanwhile, back on Earth, police scientist Barry <laughs> Allen wears boxers, by the way. <laughs> He's in the bathroom. What was he doing <laughs> before he stood up and ate his head on the ceiling? What? You know, he works in an office. People have to go to the bathroom. I hope he washed his hands before that happened. Let me tell you one more thing. Oh, no, don't go there. What? Okay, go ahead. Office men's rooms are disgusting. Okay, that's, an, that's all you can say about it. That's all I need to say. I, I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about horrible things. I'm just talking about men being no, filthy I'm just, pigs. I'm just saying. I mean, I've heard, I've heard details that have made me horrifically go, oh, my, just... Well, yeah. we don't want to know about your Google search history. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like it sounds like a terrorist attack, you know. Sometimes when you after lunch, it looks like that. <laughs> oh gosh, it's disgusting. We're not gonna have uh, any listeners after this. Um, okay, so Wally West, right? No, no Barry not, Allen. Who's Wally West? He's Kid Flash. Oh my gosh, Barry Allen um, grows to grows giant size and, and, in his normal civilian clothes, and. Uh, races home mm-hmm. where he sews himself up a costume made of his regular costume and spare costumes. So it's basically like a little patchwork quilt of, of Flash mm-hmm. costumes. Yep. Yeah. Um, just as he's about to put his costume on, he is lifted up in a beam of green light. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa! <laughs> Meanwhile, at Ivy University, where Professor Ray Palmer is stuck at about 12 inches high, mm-hmm. normally... He's six inches as the atom mm-hmm. and smaller. Yeah. And six feet as Professor Ray Palmer. Now he's stuck it a foot. Yeah. Because he's also grown giant size, but not giant size relative to normal human size. Right. Just giant size is relative to, to his small size. Uh, he's also picked up in a uh, green beam. Whoa, 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 whoa. Of course, his costume isn't ripped because his costume stretches. Yes. With his size changing. They all gather, and uh, Flash gets into his new outfit, and they compare notes. I didn't know that Green Lantern had the ability to do this. What? Pull people from across the galaxy on a beam. Sure, he could do anything. Um, I mean, I didn't know before reading this. Anything, I guess, except repair Batman's costume, because he's fine. still standing Whatever. there in his tatters. Batman. I oh. never thought Batman was attractive. Really? Never. Uh, you need Never. to look at some of the Don't uh, care. Nope. Neil Adams 1970s hairy chested Batman comics. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, but I've always thought Green Lantern was just the cat's meow. I know you did. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they compare notes. They realize what's going on. Uh, Batman screams a warning that they're all in for trouble. And then we have to turn five pages to find out what happens next. Right. I love that. Don't you like how Batman's um, mask is somewhat ripped on one side? So it's you basically are seeing three quarters of his face. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's funny. Not right, funny. So, ha ha. No, just, you know, it was weird. So so now we go to uh, the part two of yep. the plague that struck the Justice League. Galloping toward us came five of the mainest looking menaces you've ever, ever touched eyeball to. <laughs> Uh, these were only some of the offbeat characters that the unimaginable had rounded up from other planets and kept imprisoned on his world. As you know, we had already fought and beaten five of those warriors while on Earth. The second five looked twice as tough and rough, and they square off with our characters. Yeah, so we've got a giant robot with pincer claws. Yep. A cat man. A, a panther man. A panther beast. Uh Tornado with eyeballs or yeah. rivets or something. Or I, I'm imagining there's suction cups. I don't know. Uh, Genghis Khan with really wide shoulders and really narrow waist. He's like a football player, kind of. Only if football players skipped leg day, always. Always, yes. And then there's a bug beast. Yeah, some kind of little bug-eyed. Like a, he's got like Jawa eyes from yeah. Star Wars, yeah. but also armor. And he has two guns. Yeah. So the first person that squares off with a character is uh, Batman fighting um, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and Batman's king-size fist doesn't even make him wince. Yeah. This, this character isn't even hurt by him. And um, and he gets and Batman takes a huge punch from the guy's... Um, yeah. What is that? Mace? Yeah. Yeah, he's carrying a mace. Genghis uh, Khan. But so then, Batman uses his clever brain. Yes. yes. And jujitsu. Yes. Um, hey, how is Batman's utility belt staying on because in every panel it's just like loosely hanging but wouldn't he have burst out of it the belt couldn't grow well maybe it's elastic but it's full of pouches of gadgets and things i maybe he has some suspenders (laughs) maybe maybe it's magnetic maybe he's got a metal hip And the belt just sticks as much as he fights. That wouldn't surprise me, right? Oh, and then Barry Allen decides to take on. So, so actually, Batman does successfully use his judo knowledge Uh to turn the strength of his opponent against him. Smart, smart. Yes, and so then, um, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I am hesitating because I want to say Wally West every time. I know. I'm so sorry, and I know that Wally West is Kid Flash. I know it's Barry Allen. But you know, Barry Allen did. uh, Spoiler alert: Barry Allen did die. In the Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh-huh. after which Wally West took on the mantle of the Flash, and I did read and some actually of those. had uh, I think a longer run as Flash than Barry Allen did. Oh, so okay, you're to be forgiven. So Barry Allen is fighting this Panther creature man thing, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and he's and he's finding this is what bothers me because they're twice their size, their their skills are half what they should be. Like the strength and their speed and such. Right. It's just, I don't, I don't I don't buy that at all. I mean, I can see speed maybe, but their strength certainly should be. Right, so so, so Barry, uh, so the Flash finds out that he's not as fast as he would be. So he uses his skill and prowess and, and athleticism to pull, uh, to grab onto the cat beast and pull it over the cliff into 
the water. Because as we know, all cats are afraid of water. water. Also, all cats are gray in the dark. Mm-hmm. I learned that from Valley, Valley of the Dolls. Of the Dolls. Um, Flash mentions that his speed has been cut down by half. Mm-hmm. Well, Flash can run at light speed, so half, half of light, light speed is still pretty damn fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he could basically use his fingernails to cut through the, the panther beast if right. he wanted to. Uh, Green Lantern goes after the tornado creature, which these must be eyes because they're making furrowed brow looks. Yes. He says, I myself was having no picnic with my tornado-like challenger. Tornado-like challenger, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, my power ring is going at only half blast. Okay. What the hell? They make power rings in all shapes and sizes for all shapes and sizes of Green Lanterns. There's even a Green Lantern that's a whole planet. So growing should not affect the power rings. Can't work up enough juice to hold off that bag of wind. That's what she said. (laughs) So This is also our 69th episode, I should mention. Oh, so I have to say that that, uh, I think that... I mean, the whole premise of, like, they get twice their size and now they're half as powerful mm-hmm. is just... It, it's stupid. I, I would rather the author had, or the writer had said, okay, um, I'm just going to make these foes incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we learn later on is what's really going on here. Right. You know? So he he whips up an uh, with his mind an yes. egg beater... And inserts it into the middle of the tornado and defeats the tornado. Again, using the tornado's own power against it. Yes. Also, Green Lantern's ring is infinitely powerful. So half of infinite is is infinite. infinite. Um, Atom goes after the Jawa with... uh, (laughs) I know who the Bug-Eyed Bandit is. But did you know the Bug-Eyed Bandit actually was a foe of the Atom? No. Wow, you just pulled that out of thin air. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, I am paying attention sometimes. I I, know. I don't doubt your integrity. Adam goes after the Jawa thing Mm -hmm. that has two ray guns Mm -hmm. and finds that all he has going for him is his one foot size. (laughs) (laughs) So he finds a one foot high place to hide. (laughs) (laughs) And then starts throwing rocks. Yeah, and he got it. He was successful. So each of them defeated their foes. Right. Well, obviously, we haven't gotten to the last one yet. Well, Superman, Superman. goes after the robot. Uh, uh, he finds the robot is just as strong as him. Mm. Which, you know, we could have said that all along, that all the foes were just as strong as yeah. the superheroes. Yeah. Or clever, or, you know. Uh, however, the robot can't fly, and Superman can, so he uses that. Shaped himself into, I mean, puts his fists together, flies very quickly, and hits it like a missile. And destroys it. Batman <laughs> on the next page. He looks like like Bizarro um, Batman. Like that's what, how mess. you would draw the mask if you wanted to make a goofy. I mean, the Flash looks fine. The uh-huh. Adam looks fine. Superman uh-huh. looks fine. Green Lantern, of course, looks fine. Yeah. And then Batman. <laughs> he looks like he got into a fight with Catwoman. You well, know, he and Batman should be the one that most able to cope with any unknown situation like he should have at the ready what if i accidentally grow to twice my size i handled he should would i've I got would, it if i would batman right now i would whip out my bat beret uh-huh and put that on yeah you know and my bat sunglasses yep and do the cape over just one shoulder mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and 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 i would call myself the lumbat uh-huh <laughs> 
I don't know what the word for bat is in French. Um, well, it well, be in German, it's later mouse. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that it's meant... ba. Lumba. Lumba. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Hey Siri, what's the word for bat in French? Hey Siri, what's the word for bat in French? In French, bat is bat. <gasps> bat lumba. Oh, well, of course, it could be. Um, it, it could be bat like like a, a baseball bat. <laughs> they don't play American baseball in France. <laughs> They hate us. Uh, So they have have defeated their enemies, and they decide, what are we going to do now? They're going to continue the search for the unimaginable. And Superman uh, crisscrosses the planet with his telescopic vision, Mm -hmm. finds nothing. Nothing. Perhaps I can be of help, a voice from behind them says. Oh, no, this this, this dog guy is definitely gayer than that. Are you saying that because he's colored pink? I'm saying that because he was picked on a lot. I I can tell. With that face, at, you bet that, he was. At, at, at a galaxy school where he went to become a doctor. He looks like uh, that. the Outer Limits from the 50s with that famous image of the giant-headed alien thing. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Well, oh. there's a Star Trek with... with yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Star Trek pulsing head. Yeah. Do you yeah. know those were all played by women? No. Yeah. Huh. Um, who are you? Flash says. I am Dr. Bendorian. I alone of all the creatures the unimaginable space snapped onto his... Just say kidnapped. Just right. because it's Hello. in space, you don't have to change the verb. Well, yeah, because then we go into a space car and the space and they drink space juice. Onto his planet. I'm a man of peace, being a scientist and a physician. So physicians are scientists. I c- we could just say that. As oh. the greatest medical... What? Okay. What? Well, okay. Well, a physician is someone who practices yes. medicine. Yes. A scientist is someone who practices... Well, who engages in science... I would argue that one could be a scientist and not a physician. Yes. One could be a physician and not a scientist. But you have to pass science to be a physician. Just don't turn it into a verb and say, I'm sciencing today. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I am so sick of hearing people turn things into, turn nouns into verbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um... As the greatest medical man in the galaxy, the unimaginable brought me here to administer to his army of warriors. I am quite familiar with the unique antibody that has affected you and can cure you. Bob, what's the appropriate gay voice for this character who also doesn't um, sound like he's sinister? Because he's, he's, we don't know yet that he's got an, an ulterior motive. So it's like, I am Dr. Bendorian. Or, I am, I am Dr. I am... That's it. I am Dr. Bendorian. I alone, of all the creatures of the unimaginable space depth of this planet, I'm a man of peace, being a scientist and a physician. Um, Is that good? And, yeah, and then I imagine he looks like he's a heavy smoker, so could you also like put a, like a rough... As, That's it. As the greatest medical man mm-hmm. in the galaxy, the unimaginable brought me here to administer his to his army of warriors. I am quite familiar with the unique antibody that has affected you and can cure you. 
Um, just one thing, he needs uh, a well-equipped medical laboratory, which they just happen to have in the Justice League headquarters. Yeah. What? I knew right away as soon as we got when he said he wanted to go to a laboratory. Uh huh. I knew something was up. Well, sure. Um, I knew. He'd do anything to get off that planet. Sure. Uh, time is precious, though. You only have ten hours to live from the point where you grew giant, which is already. Remember that time has passed. Ten hours to live. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so this we have a reprise here of the splash page. I gave Iris West the kiss of death. Carol Ferris in deadly, deadly danger. danger. Gene Loring doomed. doomed. Robin, what have I done to you? <laughs> what haven't you done? I'd like to know. How did, what did not okay. So anyway, now we're back. That was just all of them uh, giving uh, their background after they appeared in the. What am I trying to say? The headquarters earlier in the issue. Now we're back to the present. Hey, Metamorpho. Where you been? Yeah, so they call Metamorpho in to consult, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So Metamorpho says, well, I better, you know, go into quarantine too because I've touched people. Um, Dr. Bandorian says no. No, there's no need for that. You cured yourself when when your atoms were vacuumed up from space by Green Lantern, you, your atoms cured you themselves. And he says, well, what's well, the big deal? Just give some of my, of right. my, you know, so just give some of my atoms to everybody else and let them cure them. No, no, that nope, won't nope. work. <laughs> nope. Uh, your atoms exhausted their therapeutic value when they cured you. <laughs> it's, it's like, here's Metamorpho going, well, I need to quarantine myself. I need to get away from right, people. Right, right. I can infect them. And he goes, oh, no, 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 that didn't happen. Actually, when you, when you dissolved... Uh-huh. And Green Lantern puts you back together. You were, your atoms like cured it. And he goes, oh, well, maybe we can use my atoms up to other people. He goes, no. No. No, I've already thought of that. Yeah. No, I'm no. sorry, Metamorpho. That didn't work like That's that. like when you know they opened him up on the operating table. He was just full of cancer. So they just closed him back up. <laughs> the panel next to this. It looks like, super, yeah. like Batman's just been asked to the prom. Here we go. He's like, like, he's like Wee! I'm sorry, ladies of all time. And places. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman plops herself right down to sew Batman up a new costume. First of all, are you telling me that Batman, the cleverest person on the planet, can't fucking sew? Well, he makes all his own costumes. Cool. Or Alfred. Alfred, but Alfred's dead during this period. Oh. Um, And look, the utility belt's not fitting him correctly. Right. Yeah. And also, couldn't Green Lantern just fix his costume? Would it be permanent? Well, it would be at least until his charge of his ring wore off. Mm. Um, would it have I a mean, bunch of green patches on it? Well, I, that's the question. <laughs> would it have to be green? But I don't... You know, Green Lantern's got black on his costume, and he uh, fixed it. Uh, and white. I, I call I foul. just don't care. I think somebody was just looking for a reason to be sexist to the woman. In the room. In 1967. <laughs> you think? 66. You think? Hmm. Uh, anyway. there's Batman no Batman doesn't reach over and pat her on the ass. No. Well, I'm sure it's been done. There's no time to waste, though, because a call comes in on the trouble alert. Attention, Justice League. Gangs of crooks have stormed into Seacoast City. not what it sounds like. Attention, Justice League. Gangs of crooks have stormed into Seacoast City, welding astonishing powers as they commit crimes. That's a wielding. Well, 
My glasses are crooked. Did you notice I'm wearing the glasses that the dog has chewed? Yes. I'm amazed you can actually put them on your face. I've pulled them out of her mouth three times. They... They're actually hurting my ears where they're sitting. <laughs> She's chewed them. That's her favorite part. Uh, we have a new dog, everyone. Junebug. She's adorable. Except she chews my glasses. I never thought I'd like a small dog. I, I like big dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, but she is like, it's. I can wrestle with Butler with mm-hmm. one hand and just like give him big hugs. Yep. And then she can just scoop her up in my arm and just, and she's just so cute and sweet. She's no bigger than a china doll, as my dad would say. Your mother would say she's no bigger than a popcorn, popcorn fart. fart. Uh, the plague that struck the Justice League Part 3, The Secret Sanctuary, erupts with a call to arms. Danger threatens from bands of super crooks swarming all over Seacoast City, and the Justice League is at part strength. Four of its members dare not venture out to defend the cause of law and order for fear of dooming anyone they come in contact with. Mm. So who does go? Hawkman. Call! <laughs> Martian Manhunter. On Jones. Green Arrow in the aeroplane. I didn't know that Aquaman could ride behind um Okay, Wonder I Woman need to talk to that. So Wonder Woman's in her invisible jet. Why can't he just sit beside her? Thank you. Aquaman is like hooked on some like a pale shovel behind <laughs> Wonder Woman's plane <laughs> with a rope that he's holding on to while Wonder Woman's in the cockpit of the plane with an empty seat beside her. It is empty. What? Do you think she was like, she was, when he goes, hey, uh, can I ride with you? And she goes, no, that's for my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Saved. Saved. (laughs) Uh, I don't see anyone. He's invisible, like my jet. (laughs) What's his name? George George Glass. Glass. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, Maybe Aquaman smells like fish. And that's why nobody wants to ride with him. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's underwater. 23 hours a day, right? Who knows? Probably very clean. But he's probably got like salty skin. Every time that you buy bath gel and it has anything with sea, it's always clean and brisk and anything with sea, like ocean day. So he just smells like Old Spice or Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm not, I like Aquaman. I'm not saying anything against Aquaman. I think Aquaman's the bee's knees. I'm actually sticking up for him because why does he have to ride on a... First of all, that's not... Uh, yeah, I think it's stupid. I laughed when I saw that, too. You She'd know, have to be... It, and it literally it. looks like a beach pail, like, yeah. a, like a shovel that you... that you that, that, It's just a freaking bo- boogie board with a rope. Right. Yeah? And I was trying to see if there was any sort of, like, if it was self-propelled and he was just flying. Nope. No, it's hooked either to Wonder Woman's plane or Green Arrow's. Uh, and... I mean, I guess suppose it could be worse. I suppose that he could be riding on the the mace uh, on the chain that, that Hawkman's carrying, or John Jones could he could fashion a a noose and John Jones could be dragging him along, or he could be just like on Hawkman's back, like Pegasus. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of hot. I don't really care much about Hawkman. What? I mean, I'm sure he's really exceptional and stuff like that, but. Uh, I'm much more interested in Flash and um, Green Arrow and Green Lantern. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Um, and so Wonder Woman, I think she's awesome. Shortly over Seacoast City, Green Arrow is flying his jet down the main street of town, firing arrows out, uh, and has no effect. Yeah. Wonder Woman jumps out of her jet with a magic lasso, no effect. None. Hawkman comes upon some crooks robbing... Uh, Armored car, 
flings his mace at them. No effect. In fact, he's hurled backwards into a wall. Yeah, and the guy, the crook, just points his finger at him like he's got a gun. Uh Like kids when they're they're playing bank, you know, cops and robbers. Yep. Kids do that anymore, I don't. Um, Well, they play video game versions of that. All right. So, and and, and Hawkman just hurled into a building. And finally, Aquaman, he's... I guess they went into the ocean. Well, it's Sea Coast City, luckily, so there's an ocean. Okay, so he's riding on the back of a dolphin. Uh huh. Um, and again, the uh, crook just flings him with his finger. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter uh, accosting another crook, and the crook picks up a safe and throws it at him. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and knocks him backwards. Yeah. Uh, the frustrated Justice Leaguers meet to discuss their stunning setback. Right. They looked like common crooks, but acted like super crooks. Uh, Wonder Woman realizes they're on their own. They can't call on their, I think what she's trying to say is the smarter members. (laughs) We have to figure out this puzzle by ourselves. We can't call on the other members to help out. Um, Green Arrow, realizing that the crooks have outmatched all of their powers, says, hey, how about not using our powers? Let's switch them around. Let's do the old switcheroo. Okay, first of all. Yes. Yes. With the exception of Martian Manhunter, nobody was really using powers. Right. They were just... They had weapons. They had weapons. So, uh, Hawkman and Green Arrow switch. Uh, Green Arrow takes the mace and Hawkman takes the bow and arrow. Yeah. As you know, Hawkman's a master of all ancient weapons, so that's no problem for him. I didn't know that. It's true. Maybe I need to learn more about this Hawkman. It's kind of his thing. Oh, you do him and Hawk Girl work in a museum, and when it's time for trouble, they just take ancient weapons out of the museum and go fly out, fight really? crime. Yes, girl, where have you been? I don't know anything about them. Uh, plus, he's shirtless. What's not to love? Well, I just, he always has those giant eyes with little white dots in the middle of them. What's up with that? But those aren't his real eyes. Those are part of his helmet. Mm. Um, Martian Manhunter forms himself into a boomerang for Wonder Woman to throw. <laughs> Nothing strange about that. <laughs> the head of Martian Manhunter. Yeah, uh-huh. And Wonder Woman gives her golden lasso to Aquaman. Also, I'm sure he's master of many weapons since he is the king of the of, sea and all. The sea, yes. Not much use for lassos underwater, but... He might. I'll allow it. Oh, he would, like, take an electric eel and mm-hmm. make a lasso out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, fine. Crooks are defeated. Meanwhile, far to the north, <laughs> the Aurora Borealis, which is just uh, lights. Uh-huh. It's just it's just a solar flare, right? Reflected off Earth's magnetic field. Now, the Aurora Borealis, Borealis is apparently a source of destructive power. It's electrified and it's moving down the coast. <laughs> Where destructive it's lightning stab threaten, and dart. Threaten the entire eastern seaboard. Yeah. Um, nothing is able to stop the oncoming menace. Oh, this is a radio voice. Nothing is able to halt the oncoming menace. Gotham City lies directly in its path. And Batman says, and here we stand, helpless. I'm all for going out to help, but the time we're, uh, by the time we're cured of the plague, there'll be no one left to save. Uh... So Green Lantern reports that uh, Dr. Bandorian said it's perfectly safe for Superman to go out. Uh, 
and tackle the Aurora Borealis menace. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, say for all of them because they're all going. Yeah. With Snapper Carr snapping his fingers, going go go go. That's why they call him Snapper because he snaps. Green Lantern has a lot of airtime on this. On this issue. Yes, yes, he does. Lots of words. So on the outskirts of Gotham City, they. Uh, the undaunted quintet of superior heroes rams into that pulsating veil of virulence. It's like a Dr. Smith monologue on Lost mm-hmm. in Space. The hands of mighty Superman grip and rend. Flash uses what speed he can muster up. Batman hurls blackout bombs from his utility belt, which now fits amazingly. Green Lantern concentrates on drawing electrical fury into his power ring. Adam <laughs> stands around. Seeking to lend what aid he can. It's, Adam uh, is stepping on the Aurora Borealis's foot, it uh, looks like. He's stepping on the foot of a solar flare. I'll stomp you, Aurora Borealis. I'll get you, evil solar flare. Under the united efforts of the Fighting Five, the coruscating curtain shrivels. <laughs> Loses its awesome energies and shrivels up. Okay. Aurora Borealis doesn't have its own energy source. It's not. It's a, it's, it's like it's a, a rainbow. It's a solar flare, for God's sake. That's all it is. It's a isn't it electric uh, light it's, energy from the sun. It's That's not, all it is. There's nothing electric. It's just the sun bouncing off the Earth's. I'm oh, sorry. It's field. magnetic energy. It's magnetic right, right, energy right, right, right. Um, uh, uh, interacting with the Earth's magnetic field. So Earth's fine. I guess energy. if we're talking about electromagnetism. I mean, at most, it disrupts electric signals. Or at most, it shifts things. I mean, it, it, can, it can... I mean, a really good solar flare can disable a satellite. But it's not going to terrorize a city. And you can't step and on it, it. And it can't go snake down the coast. And what the hell's a smoke bomb going to do to it? <laughs> it's not a sentient being. It's, it's a solar flare. Well... As we know from reading Eclipso, darkness is the enemy of the sun. Well, it's just stupid. (laughs) So Batman starts to smell a rat. I smell a rat. He sort of thinks this has all been a setup. Mm -hmm. So back they go to the secret sanctuary laboratory after they've completed their task. Where Dr. Bandorian Mm. um, says... I will cure you with this special ray. And in fact, I will cure everyone on Earth with my special ray. But before I do that... look at that face. Before I cure you, you have one last chance to reconsider the election of the unimaginable to the Justice League. Your choice is clear. Accept him or die along with everyone else on Earth. What a dick. Batman knew it. He's a phony. He really is the unimaginable who's taken over the body of the real Dr. Bendorian, usurping his life force. Mm-hmm. And when they returned to his planet, he saw his chance to fulfill his mission of becoming a Justice League member. Why does he want to be in the Justice League, I wonder? I might have to go back and read Most that popular issue. Group. They are pretty popular. Yeah. It's um, that, whole sy- that whole syndrome. Oh, I've got a dog scratch. Yeah, there. that's fine. Um, all you had to do was to be cured of the plague was to get absolute rest you mean all you had to do was take a nap yeah so i had to come up with two menaces to keep you busy while i perfected this machine that would really doom you i okay oh he was the one secretly behind the thieves of seacoast city giving them superpowers to defeat 
and he was the one who shifted the Aurora Borealis toward Gotham City to make sure you others would get no rest. Okay, so, so and he needed he needed he did all those things to buy himself time to create his super ray that would kill everyone on Earth. Now, um, I guess if he has all this technology, he could have altered Earth's magnetic field so that the Aurora Borealis would shift. Uh, why would if you can do that toward why Gotham do you City. want to join the Justice League? Right. Really? You could be the Justice League. Right. Uh the answer is still no. Go ahead and destroy us. Nothing doing. So Dr. Bandorian presses the button that's gonna destroy all life on Earth. Is that what that button does? Yep. That tiny little uh finger sized button. Mm-hmm. Da ha ha! Batman's too smart for you. He's already sabotaged the machine. Uh Flash, when Batman notified Flash that he smelled a rat, Flash raced back at super speed and destroyed the machine. Mm. And here comes a Superman punch. Pow! Bam. Now, this is where I also have a problem. How did Batman know that there was something fishy going on? Um, yeah, this oh, is the, the hours one? thing. Where's the hours thing? It's, it's right... Oh, yeah. I first became suspicious of you when you used the Earth expression hours to tell us how long it would take you to find a cure for our plague. Because he's speaking English. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would that tip him off? What, what else? What other expression of time would he use? But you really gave yourself away when you said the Aurora Borealis was moving south toward Gotham City. Gotham City would be south of the North Pole. Right. This is like... Do you ever read Slylock Fox in the Sunday comics? Sometimes. Um, I remember one particular Slylock Fox mystery. Mm-hmm. I believe a toothbrush had been stolen and uh, Ridley the Rat, or whatever his name was, was accusing Mr. Duck of having stolen the toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And the way that Slylock Fox solved the mystery was by announcing that ducks do not have teeth. And thus have no need for toothbrush. This is in a comic strip where all of the animals are walking on two legs and wearing clothes. <laughs> Why would any child's first assumption be, oh yeah, the duck di- didn't do it because he doesn't have teeth. teeth. <laughs> uh, oh. This is how I feel about Batman solving this mystery. I, but we are redeemed here in a minute because Batman gets smacked in the face. Oh, no, Batman's idea is that because Dr. Mandorian had never been on Earth before, so he wouldn't know that Gotham City was south of the Aurora Borealis. Except by using his eyes. Mm. Dogs, quick. Cut it out. <sighs> We're almost done, dogs. Don't worry. Anyway, everything worked out okay in the end because they can <laughs> sit down <laughs> and rest at the table and rest. Um, Batman tries to speak and Snapper Car snaps his smacks his hand, hand over, over his mouth. <laughs> Don't even talk, Batman. You must rest completely. Until finally, pop, they all shrink back into their costumes. <sighs> the end. Well, I didn't reading it through this time, I didn't dislike it as much as I did the first time. Till just was, the very end. Yeah, that that end was bad. The ending of a the solution Um, Batman's no encyclopedia brown in this story and poor Aquaman why well he didn't really get to do very much except ride on a on a shovel 
yeah. on the back of the jet and ride on a dolphin. And he got punched. Which is surprising because this is a time when Aquaman had his own cartoon show. Mm. At this time, he was a pretty popular figure. Yeah. Even Mira had her own Super Queen doll. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, anything else to add? Well, I was happy to see that um, Batman was trapped inside of a plastic bubble. All scrunched up. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Um, you can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. Wow, that was a nice quick segue. <laughs> well, I didn't have anything else to talk about. No, I don't either. Um, you can download all our past episodes. This is episode 69, as I mentioned earlier, mm. um, from iTunes or wherever you get your free downloads from. Uh, you can buy Jennifer DeRoss's book, The Forgotten All-Star, all about Gardner Fox. Okay. And uh, you can come back next week. Yeah. When we'll be talking about another comic. I'm looking forward to it. Same. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.